Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim Wildman, Walker Wildman, Steve Jordan now in the studio with us. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. And Ray Pritchard in KC. We're in Tupelo. We thank you for joining KC, Kansas. Um, Ray, are the Olympic Games going to take place this summer in Japan? And when I is think that coming they're up? They're still on, right? They're still. Is that July? Steve, what's the answer to that? What's the- I'm looking it up as we speak. <laughs> I, I, no, I, it hasn't I, been canceled, I, 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 right? I look forward to it's, the Olympics. Uh, yeah, it's, it's still Japan. on. Huh? It's in Japan. It's in Japan, right. and the dates are July 23rd through August 8th. Okay, it's almost another- too late to cancel it now, isn't it? Yeah. Now they're going forward. I don't know how many fans are going to have. Japan's still struggling with coronavirus. They Remember, Japan is the country that uh, kind of was comfortable wearing masks before masks were mandated anywhere in the world. You'd see pictures of Japanese people. So they're all, and, and it's a country that's just massively packed together with density, which is why they do the mask thing, because you're just around people all the time. So they're ultra-sensitive to the coronavirus thing. Now, the Winter Games are supposed to be held in Beijing or China, somewhere China. in China. Is that this year, too, or next year? I believe it's sh- well. It should be next year, twenty two. Because they they if they, they're on schedule. If you remember, but, but it would be this winter, right? Like January, February coming up. I'm looking. Oh, you mean, but but of the next calendar year. Talking um, about twenty twenty two. Twenty two will start February fourth. Okay, in Be- or somewhere in China. Okay. Okay, but what what if I remember correctly, Beijing. what they did about twenty years ago, maybe not that long ago. Didn't they start separating offset them. the winter games from the summer games by right, two years? Right. Right. Well, these these summer games were supposed to be 2020, so the regular winter games are scheduled gotcha. for 2022. Gotcha. So that's when they'll be. But, but forever we had Olympic games in the same year. Yeah, right. We had the winter and the summer games the same year, and then they decided to start, uh, you know, alternate having every two years. Yeah. So. So, so Tim, name, name an Olympic athlete you're following for for next month's Olympic Games. Well, I'm just I'm before you say anything, I'm yeah. sitting here trying to think of one, and I don't know Simone Biles. Simone the, Biles, the the, the 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 gymnast, she's great. But, oh my gosh! But name 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 another. Usually, there's a swimmer or a well, runner. is Hussein Bolt? Is uh, you know he ran? Did he run three Olympic Games as the world's fastest man? The Jamaican, you you know what I'm talking about? Exactly what you're talking about. I don't think he's running again. I think he's retired. We can always uh, root for the man who's going to be lifting in the women's category. From <laughs> come on, whatever is uh, well is is LeBron going to play on the Olympic team? Because he's, I mean, he's done now. <laughs> he's he he's out of the playoffs. Do we uh, even have a basketball on the basketball team? team I saw today he was rated as the most hated man in the NBA. I, mean, I saw that. Who was LeBron James? Why is that? I have political stance. Rodman is Well, also a lot of probably a lot of he is a prima donna, and a lot of the other play, all the other players they always in any sport resent the person who's the prima donna of the league. But I, I'm looking. I am looking forward to the. That's that's what's great about the Olympic Games, Ray. I'm looking forward to seeing new names and new people right. and new stories. So, you, you end up following some team or some person you had never heard of. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, it's coming up 
middle of July in Japan. It got canceled last year. I'm looking right. at a, just a list of athletes that uh, Google anyway thinks are important. The only other name that I recognize is Katie Ledecky, who's a U.S. swimmer, besides Simone Biles. I don't know any of these other so people. So we'll have right. to have a new it's Michael Phelps uh, come forward. Right, huh? we do. We need a new Michael Phelps. That's, uh, that's, that's what the Olympics tend to do, though. They tend to crown those kind of people mm. come out of nowhere. He's somebody will be a no-name that will be on a Wheaties box this, <laughs> huh? this fall. Yeah. All right, Steve, go ahead. Today marks the day that Amazon is launching a new network called Sidewalk. Now, folks, this is an, <laughs> there's some people that are very concerned about this. Basically, every Amazon or Google device that you own will automatically be connected to this network. They will lump them together to form a new network. Your ring devices on your door your um, Amazon Echoes in your home, uh, I suppose your smartphones. And so the, the purpose they want to do this, they want to be able to let you be connected to these things even when you don't have a wireless network. So they're creating a wireless network. Kind of a, it's a low level, it's triple encrypted, it's supposed to be really safe, but there's a lot of people who are really concerned about the fact that Amazon is going to be taking data and and information from your ring uh, doorbell <laughs> camera or your Amazon uh, Echo and is going to be sharing it and using it abroad. Um, so there's right, a lot what, of people... What's, what's and you're saying they're doing this with, with, ahead, without our right. permission, Steve? Is they that, are doing it... Well, it's going to be it's going to be a default setting. It is a default setting, and it takes a while to um, opt out. you got to figure out how to opt out. Yeah, on, on that note, before I explain what this is, I just sent Brent, our producer, an article from Breitbart on how to opt out. Yeah. A step-by-step. It's five it, steps to opt out. Is this is this newly announced, and what's the name of it again? It's called Sidewalk. The purpose of it here is Amazon. By Amazon. Amazon okay. has been having issues with their device connectivity. Their devices are having trouble staying connected to the Wi-Fi network of the homeowner. So what Amazon is going to do is they're basically going to tether all of their devices, no matter who the owner is, they're going to tether them all together where they basically all share each other's networks. Mm -hmm. So like your neighbor's Alexa devices, uh, your neighbor's as Amazon devices could hypothetically be using your Wi-Fi. And, and and you're paying for it too, by the way. If you have a data plan that limits the amount of data that you use, this counts against okay. your data. It's not a lot, but it does count against All it. right. Uh, the D big brother is watching you, Element, aside here. Is this, uh, is this, uh, 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 this going to sail? This a good idea, Walker. As well, far as as far, problem, as as far as help people technically, technologically, that Walker. <laughs> that's why you're here. Well, help your old man out can, when he can't you can, find a word. You can you can justify any technological move in the in the name of convenience or in the name of helping people, and because that's what technology does to a large extent is it makes our lives a little bit easier. Um, but will this come with privacy issues? I think so. Uh, the the problem as a society that we face is many technolo tech, technology See, users. See, it came back to you real quick, didn't it? I know. <laughs> and I didn't even make fun of you. No, you uh, didn't. Many, many technology <laughs> really users. really came back on me, really. <laughs> many technology ahead. users do not um, really study and get into the weeds of their privacy on their devices. 
So whatever the default settings are, which are very, usually the default settings are geared to help advertisers and the device manufacturer, et cetera, et cetera. So I just think if more people were educated on device privacy, making sure your settings are just how you want, uh, you could prevent a lot of this. Yeah. And it's going to, again, it's going to, you have to opt out. Even if it's a legacy device, even if you already own the device, they kind of have been. When are they rolling this out? Today starts the. Amazon? Yeah, today's when it goes live. Amazon's like going to rule the world. Well, they're huh? going to fight it out with Facebook, I guess. And China. <laughs> huh? Yeah. We, need a, we need a Vice President Harris to study the root causes. That's right. You go to Silicon uh, Valley, maybe she'll. Uh, uh, <laughs> why I can't pronounce technological. Go ahead, word. Steve. Next story. Uh, we uh, have uh, been... Do you remember Chick-fil-A Day about six or seven, maybe ten years ago? I do. Um, Chick-fil-A, the, the powers that be, the gay lobby came up and just lambasted Chick-fil-A because their owner, Dan Cathy, on his personal... with his personal money was supporting some family, pro-family groups. Well, that made all of a sudden um, Chick-fil-A is, is now pro or anti-gay. Well, they still have their reputation. They're not, but They're this not. is the way the left That's right. That's right. It. So um, Burger King is deciding on this Pride Month that they're going to uh, have some fun with this, I guess. They're declaring war on Chick-fil-A. Burger King is? Burger King is saying that it is going to donate 40 cents for this every sale of its new chicken sandwich. They have a new chicken sandwich called the Chiking, C-H-apostrophe-K-I-N-G. They're going to donate 40 cents for every sale to the Human Rights Campaign, which is the pro-gay group. And they're doing this to hope to draw um, business away from Chick-fil-A, but also to highlight what they say is the anti-gay nature of Chick-fil-A. Do they say that? Yes. This Burger King Bur says that about Chick-fil-A specifically? This is That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, actually, the Chick-fil-A says LGBT rights during Pride Month, every, even on Sundays. Well, this is kind of veiled. During Pride Month, even on Sundays, because Chick-fil-A is They're taking closed, kind of a, 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 a swipe. Taking a pot at, shot. Yeah, a swipe. At, yeah. Their uh, chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A. Craving can do good. So Burger King is saying we're going to give money to a gay activist group the human rights campaign based on how many chicken sandwiches we sell. That's right. Okay. By the way, good luck with that. Yeah, I think that's going to fall flat. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm always, I'm now starting to get intrigued by this Pride Month, this poor homosexuals that are so maligned uh and and downtrodden and on you know this a minority because don't get, don't i don't get know started. If any other minority <laughs> that has a whole month named after them and is at the top of everybody's list of signaling that they're for them i mean it's just yeah. it's just uh ray we got lgbt q month again every year we add a letter i don't know what the letter is this right. time. what's the, I saw, what's the I saw the number two was the is the latest lgbt um, it goes, they are signaling to, um, Native American two-spirit. What? Two-spirit. Uh, the Native Americans who say they have the spirit of a man and the spirit of a woman. I mean, this is what? the way that they, what? uh. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm opting out. I can't, I can't keep up with this anymore. I don't know. I, you know what? This, uh, 
maybe in three or four years, this whole pride thing is just going to go away. But it's just right. like every year it's like uh, we got to have LGBTQ, now add a letter, pride. As long as someone can poke what you, God in the eye, they're going to keep doing this. Just why do you have pride? Pride in what? Pride in being gay. Pride. You, you know, you do know that pride goes before the fall, right? <laughs> I do know that. Duly noted. I don't think they do, though. Okay. <laughs> and anyway, I'm just when in Petco the other day, I said Petco, a pet store, front right. and center is all kind of rainbow. LGBT pride stuff for your animals. Hmm. So I think they even had a, a paint kit to, so you could paint your goldfish. <laughs> huh? For real. Paint your goldfish uh, a rainbow so it could swim around in there and proclaim it. Go to a gay fish pride parade, Walker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting off track. I really, and I recognize that. <laughs> yeah, so that's, why, that's why I have no comment. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> probably wise. Stay away from that. Because if we all did that, we wouldn't have much of a talk show. Unless you'd be called a gay fish <laughs> hater. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's about the worst thing you can be called. Go ahead, Steve. Next door. All right. Um, did you guys talk about Ilhan Omar and her comments? I was uh, listening, but what, who representative? It. Representative uh, Ilhan Omar. Of She's Minnesota. the uh, from Minnesota. The the leader uh, of the squad. The squad. Yeah, we know who she is. One of the squad members, I should say. Yeah. Anyway, on Monday, she tweeted out. That America and the Taliban and Hamas have been guilty of unthinkable atrocities. Yeah. So she's lumping America in with the terrorist groups, Hamas and the you Taliban. Can always count on her to have some something of uh, patriotic value in Walker, in, in what she has to say there. You know, I don't. I don't, she's, she's a, let's move on, Steve. Well. Elar, what's her name again? Elon Omar. Yeah, so she tweeted something anti-American. This is the tweet. And I had a bottle of water when I left the house this morning. So. (laughs) Right. Let's move on to the next story. (laughs) All right. Okay. Federal prosecutors last month um, subpoenaed material. They're investigating how this many people died in New York City in their rest homes of COVID. Remember, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo kind of lumped everybody, put it, forced everybody to these older people to he get put, into. He put infected COVID people back in nursing homes. Yeah. The and most vulnerable lot, of people. Yeah, back yeah. in, what, April of last year. Yes. Well, federal prosecutors are they're looking at, uh, they're investigating this. And in what is somewhat of a delicious irony, if you uh, think about it, is they're asking, they're subpoenaing, uh, material that he put together for his book. Remember, he wrote a book uh, on how well he did with the crisis. Uh, it was on leadership during the COVID crisis. American by crisis, Governor Andrew Cuomo. American crisis leadership lessons from the COVID nineteen pandemic. Anyway, federal prosecutors are coming after his research material to see if maybe they can use that. So he might be what is the saying? Hung by his own petard. Is that Ray? Is that how you say that? Hoisted by hoist, hoisted, hoisted, on his own petard, hung by his own words. I guess you would say. Yeah. I hope they get his own guitar. His own. Yeah, what he did there was criminal. Putting putting COVID infected yeah. patients in nursing homes. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's illegal for me to leave the house knowing I have COVID in yeah. the state of Mississippi. 
for me to be around others knowing I'm infected. Well, what kind of? To knowingly infect others is illegal. Yeah. And what the governor did was knowingly send infected people back into nursing homes while they're still infected. And this was, am I right? This was in April and May of. He did this for months. Right. Did he? The early months of the pandemic. Yeah. Or this was, was his policy. A- Holding press conferences every day to, but that—that's uh, elementary. The most vulnerable people in our society are the, yeah, that's that's weak the, and the elderly. Yeah, that's like healthcare one hundred and one. Don't put sick people with healthy people. Anyway, but he was covered up for by the liberal media. Yeah. They wouldn't, and the Democrats. But now he may be in trouble with the feds using his own research material for his book. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of that, doesn't COVID, include the like seven women who have accused him of sexual. Right. That's right. Harassment and misconduct, right? He's in uh, he's in trouble. <laughs> I think politically yeah, and, but he's not quitting, and legally. Not stepping down uh, and I I wonder if he'll be uh forced out by the The Cuomo brothers have a little bit of a ego problem, I think. This have is you just noticed? my opinion. Tiny, I think tiny, yes. Tiny, tiny <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> All right. Speaking of COVID, um Tim, I wanted to bring this one up with you. I know you know about golfer John Rom was at the memorial a very prestigious golf tournament uh a week before last leading by six strokes last weekend last weekend not not this past sunday the one before right no it was last weekend okay okay but yes so so the memorial anyway he was leading by six strokes going into sunday which is a huge lead and all of a sudden the the course officials the game the pga officials came out had a word with him he bent over as if in agony and walked off the course. Turns out he had produced a positive COVID test and had to drop out of the golf tournament, forfeiting millions of at yeah, least a million dollars potentially. Potentially, if yeah. He what, won. Yeah. What happened was uh, he was he was leading the golf tournaments, a professional golf tournament in uh, Ohio, Jack Nicklaus's tournament, and he was ahead by six strokes going into Sunday. That's almost guaranteed a win. And he was set to win $1.7 million. And, but, but he had to withdraw from the tournament because he tested positive for COVID. I don't know how often they test on the PGA circuit, but um, can you imagine? You got $1.7 million sitting right there in front of you. You're about to win, Ray. And they tell you you got a COVID positive. You're going to have to. I don't even think he was symptomatic. You're going to have to withdraw. Are you asymptomatic leading the tournament? And, Tim, to make it, to crown it off, they did it on live TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They didn't do it in private. So the whole world got to watch it as he got the news. <laughs> that was, I don't know who was responsible for that. The PGA, Pro Golfers Association, I don't know who was responsible for that, but somebody should have told him when he came off uh, somewhere in private. Mm-hmm. Well, he opinion. handled it well. I, he did. I was, yes, he did. Well, he did. and then it gets into the question about he's outside. I know. So why don't you just say, hey, Rom. You have to stay away from everybody tomorrow. You're, you're apparently sick even though you have no symptoms, so just let's don't do any hugs. But they have, their, they have their protocols, you know, that they have to follow for everybody. The, so the he – and all the, all the professional golfers know that if they test positive, they're going to have to withdraw. He just happened to – but now I heard a story yesterday, Ray, and uh, you other fellas here about a a man locally who uh, had three tests and had different results. Tested positive at one clinic, went over to another clinic, tested negative. 
Oh, no, I'm serious. Went to another, te- uh, did to another clan contested negative. That happened to me. And I'm not talking about you, but that happened to you? <laughs> yes. Uh, remember, well, you guys might not remember, but back in December, I had the COVID. And um, I wasn't feeling particularly well, so I went to the doctor, and they did one of those instant tests. And uh, it came back negative, but there were some problems. Uh, they were seeing some problems with my blood pressure and everything. So they sent me right over to the ER, which I'm fairly healthy, uh, which surprised me. The ER took one of those tests, came back negative, and uh, the ER released me. And then two days later, I get a call from the doctor that had done the first instant test. They also did the test that they have to send to the lab that comes back. That came back positive. So on the same day that they got a negative test from the instant test, the more detailed test came back positive, and I was down for the month. Right. So how do they know then for this golfer? Well, that's, I wondered. If I were him, I'd have gone and got another test. Yeah. And see, I don't know. They apparently, he may have. He may they have. apparently checked it twice, what I read. Okay. Imagine it being a false positive and having to give that up. Golf is a naturally socially distancing sport anyway, especially it's when out, I play it. Yeah. It's, it's outside. It's, that's why it doesn't make way. sense. <laughs> yeah, he's outside. I bet, you know, like I said, they got their protocols. But anyway, that's, you know, it'd been one thing if it had been like 15 strokes behind, no chance of winning, uh, but to be set to win $1.7 million and then uh, be told, nope, sorry, you're going to drop out. That's tough. You got COVID. Go ahead, Steve. Let's end with this. Um, Liberty Energy is a gas company, and uh, they recently wanted to order some uh, North Face jackets with their company logo on this. North Face is a leading uh, provider of outdoor kind Everybody of Everybody knows material. who they are, yeah. Well, North Face decided that they uh, they were not going to um, do that because it's an oil and gas company, after all, and uh, oil and gas is evil, so North Face drew the line. Well, Liberty CEO Chris Wright kind of had the last word in a post that he made, a video post. Let's listen to Cut 9. I'm Chris Wright, CEO of Liberty Energy. North Face recently came out against my industry, even refusing to let one of my competitors put their company logo on a North Face jacket. I went through North Face's website of wide-ranging products, and I failed to find a single product that wasn't made out of oil and gas. The great majority of North Face's products, jackets, backpacks, outdoor pants, shirts, shoes, hats, etc., are dominantly made out of the oil and gas that we so proudly produce. Globally, 60% of all clothing fibers are made out of oil and gas. For North Face, it is likely 90% or more. So North Face is not only an extraordinary customer of the oil and gas industry, they are also a partner with the oil and gas industry. So thank you, North Face. North, so okay, North Face, want, they um, they speak with a forked tongue, huh? They yeah. want on the one hand they want to criticize the oil and gas industry. They don't even want to put a logo. They wouldn't even put a logo on a jacket, one of their jackets, <laughs> brother. And then this guy exposes them for using oil and gas in almost everything they make. For all I've seen, yes. they've been pretty quiet after that. They would have no North Face products without oil with and gas. Oil. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, thank you, Ray. You bet. Thank Appreciate you, it. Our uh, thanks to Steve. Thank you, brother Steve. My pleasure. And Walker. Yes, sir. Brent Creeley, our producer. Fred Jackson. Uh, I want to thank Fred for his contributions. I'm Tim Wildman. 
Keep listening to AFR. We'll see you back here tomorrow, everybody.